Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinia Chocolate and Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too, because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. Hey guys, so today's episode is actually taken from an IG Live that I recently did where I dove into the top things I wish I knew before starting a chocolate business. I used to think that starting a chocolate business would be as simple as getting to do what I love, and that was it. Um, 100% not true. Uh, so there's so much more to the story and to ensuring that you have success. I share my top mistakes and tips for making sure that your chocolate entrepreneurship gets started on the right foot. Without further ado, let's dive right into that live. Hello, uh, thank you for joining. If you are going to be watching this live on the replay, I am Tina of Codinia Chocolate and today I'm going solo talking about um, some things that I wish I knew before launching a chocolate business. So let's just jump right into it. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, so for backstory, before Codinia Chocolate, I had the Chocolate Lady. Um, the Chocolate Lady was a school project that I had in culinary school, and it became my side hustle for 10 years. Um, and during the last 10 years of the Chocolate Lady, there were many, many mistakes that were made. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Um, some backstory. When I first was doing The Chocolate Lady, it was around 2013, 2014. And um, at the time, I had a corporate job. Hi, thank you. <laughs> at the time, I had a corporate job um, working as a baker in one of the major hotels in Vegas. And um, when you first start the job, of course, you talk with your colleagues like, hey, how are you? What's your background? Blah, blah, blah. And as soon as I told people that um, I did chocolate as a side hustle, everyone told me, don't talk about that at work. Keep that to yourself. And I was like, well, why, why can't I you know, have a side hustle? And people told me, um, you might risk getting fired for having a side hustle. Um, there's this thing called conflict of interest. And apparently, um, me having my small side business of chocolate on the side could be seen as a conflict of interest for the fact that I was also doing chocolate in a major hotel. So I was basically told to keep my mouth shut about my side hustle. If I did it, do it, but don't tell anyone about it. So for the beginning of The Chocolate Lady, I basically had a business, but I tried to keep it a secret as much as possible. I blocked all of my coworkers from social media. Um, I left my name out of the website. I did everything as much as possible to keep it a secret which is really sucky because when you're having a business, you're trying to attract more people. And I was trying to attract people, but keep it a secret. Um, the part of this that messed me up, I would say, is that people telling me like, you might get fired, you might get fired, you might get fired, is it created this paranoia, this fear in my head thinking, 
shoot, I can't lose my job. I was so paranoid to not lose my job because I needed money. Um, but I think that that fear paralyzed me to actually take my true, you know, dream side hustle chocolate business seriously. So mistake number one, I would say, is not having confidence in yourself and confidence in your business. Because if you want to be a chocolate entrepreneur, you need to be serious about it. You need to be ready to be loud about it. You need to believe in it. And even if people are telling you, like, keeping it down low, you should you should be thinking, no, like, this is what I love to do and I'm going to do it. And that's it. Whether or not I would have gotten fired from my job if my chef knew, I don't know. But again, I think it just messed with my head so much that I just didn't even take the risk to really take my ser my business really seriously. Um, mistake number two. Um, so mistake number two is thinking that one great opportunity is going to be it. And by it, I mean your big break. So hi everyone, if you're joining, you could also put your name down because I don't know anyone's names and I'll shout you out. Um, so mistake number two is thinking that one thing is going to be your big break. So again, around 2013, 2014, I got the opportunity to do chocolate for an Oscars party. And when I first heard about that, um, if you don't know, the Oscars are the Academy Awards. It's where all the big celebs go on the red carpet where they're nominated for movies and such. And I was thinking in my head like, oh my gosh, this is my big break. Chocolate for the Oscars, are you kidding me? I'm gonna be exposed to all these celebrities and they're gonna love my chocolate and it's gonna be awesome and my business is gonna take off. That's that's how I was thinking. Um, on the other side of that, to do um, chocolate for a huge event like this because you are technically like a sponsor for the event, you have to shell out a huge chunk of money. So I did not have like a huge chunk of money. I would say uh, maybe a couple thousand in savings maybe. Um, so I talked to the girl who is running the event and I kind of negotiated if I could get my price down because I really wanted to be in this event. And I literally took all of my savings and put it towards this Oscars party for me to just have a spot at the event. Um, and again, I had my job in Vegas where I was not supposed to be doing all this side hustle stuff. So I told all the press at, at the Oscars party, like, please keep my name out of it. I don't want my name in it. You can put the chocolate lady, that's it. Um, but in my head, I was thinking, wow, I'm gonna be exposed to all these celebrities and then they're all gonna love my stuff and they're gonna buy from me and it's gonna take care of me. It's gonna bring all this money to my business and voila. Um, I had, thank you again for joining people. Um, I had um, a little bit of buzz for about two months. My chocolate was featured on the TV show and then after that, nothing, like nothing. Um, which was kind of sad because I had spent all my savings on um, this party. And again, in my head, I was thinking, oh, people are going to support it and the celebs are going to love it. And, you know, nothing. I didn't have a proper business structure in place. I didn't have anything in place, really. I was just kind of like running on the high of like, this is it, this is it, this is it. Um, mistake number two, there's no one big, great opportunity. It is more about consistently showing up for your business, um, not getting too swayed whether something good happens or something bad happens, and just showing up time and time again. Things might help, press might help, but it's never gonna be one big break that's gonna cement your success. It is consistently showing up. Uh, mistake number three is not having a strong grasp on financial literacy. So again, when I had the chocolate lady, I probably, because I was just, having so much fun like just doing the business side of it I didn't hey I didn't um I didn't pay attention to numbers I didn't know like 
you know, accounting really. And then yes, you have things like QuickBooks and all that type of stuff to take care of numbers. But I think that it's the part that a lot of creatives don't want to talk about. Numbers are the life of your business. You need to know your numbers. You need to know what is your gross profit. You need to know how your budget's being allocated because if you don't understand your numbers, you're not going to be able to understand the health of your business, how you're actually really doing and how you can move forward um, so that you can forecast like, you know, how, how, how to survive in your business. So when I used to do it, which is sounds so silly now, I usually, I had a piece of paper, I put expenses, I had another piece of paper, I put revenue and I subtracted the two. And I'm like, boom, there's my profit. Of course, that's like not the whole story. You have to account for taxes, cost of goods sold labor, food costs, all these things, which I was not doing. So I never had a true grasp on how my business was doing. And that is a mistake. So, so much so that I went out and I purchased, and it sounds silly, but it's true, um, accounting for dummies. And I got um, limited liability company for dummies, three bucks on um, thriftbooks.com. And I educated myself on numbers so I could understand because yes, you can have, again, a financial software like QuickBooks or something, but it gives you peace of mind actually. The numbers is something that I feel like a lot of people don't want to talk about, but it gives you peace of mind when you actually understand how your business is running. So you have a little bit more control and you feel like you can contribute better to its success. So mistake number three is not having a strong grasp on numbers. Um, mistake number four, which I think a lot of people make is you think if you make something great, people will automatically come. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, uh, you have to know who your target audience is. You have to build actual relationships with people just because you make pretty chocolates or pretty this or pretty that. You can't assume that people are just going to come and you, you've done the work. Um, as one of my mentors said, the humble check ain't coming. The humble check is not coming, which means that you cannot just rely on thinking that you don't have to do any work besides just making your product. It is so much more than that when you are an entrepreneur and in chocolate. Um, you have to know who your target audience is. This goes back to sales and marketing. You have to know how to talk to people. You have to build relationships with them. You have to get people to trust you. Um, and if people trust you, then they like you. If they like you, then they buy from you. And if they buy from you, then that's sales for your business. And that is what makes you survive and thrive. So I think that a lot of times people jump into events or something blindly, not knowing who the target audience is. And then you get upset because people didn't buy your product or you launch something and no one's really responding. Well, did you warm up your audience? Do you know who you're catering to exactly? You can't assume that people are going to love you. As much as uh, you're an awesome person, you gotta build the relationships. You have to put in the extra work to build actual relationships for your business. And then mistake number five is whew, uh, not being better financially prepared for business. So what do I mean by that? Um, so entrepreneurship, like many people know, is constantly investing in yourself and your business. If you are not comfortable with numbers, if you're not comfortable with spending money in your business, then most likely entrepreneurship is not going to work out for you because it is constantly doing that all the time. Um, what I mean by not being financially prepared better before is doing the work before you actually go into business. So for me, I had all this student debt, like crazy amounts of student debt. And prior to meeting Bruno, um, I would 
budget myself like every time I got my paycheck I would take my paycheck and budget myself for the next two weeks okay these are my expenses um, this is the money for me like having fun this is the money for going towards my student debt and if I had really honestly taken myself super seriously from the get-go I would have probably cut that that fun amount really small and just focus on killing my personal student debt like as fast as possible um, why because when you start business and you invest in your business I feel like it's a lot more difficult to invest into your business if you already have a huge amount of debt looming over you because of course you're thinking well shoot I already have all this debt I'm not gonna add more debt to myself or you're thinking like I can't I can't get more I can't get more um, debt or whatever um, so I will credit my husband for this because when we got married he's like you have all this debt it's really sad it's gonna take you like eight to ten years um, thanks love <laughs> it's gonna take like eight to ten years to pay it off like we need to attack this so we spent um, we, we we saved money by doing something kind of crazy um, and it sounds silly but it's like one of the little things that helped us honestly so we lived in Las Vegas. If you don't know, Las Vegas is very, very hot. Um, it's like triple digits, 106, 110, 120 at times in Fahrenheit, I mean Celsius, it's like 45 Celsius and up. And Bruno would not allow us to turn the AC up above 90 degrees. Bruno would not allow us to turn the AC up above 90 degrees when it's like 100 something outside. <laughs> and so we saved like a good couple hundred dollars each month um, that went towards my student debt because we weren't paying for an expensive electricity bill for running our AC. Um, and we were able to tackle all my debt and get rid of it in four months. So as opposed to eight to 10 years, if I had done it myself or done it the way that I was doing it for, I think four to five months, we completely killed my debt, um, which made it easier for when the time came for Coutinho chocolate, we actually had money to invest into the business because we didn't have any debt and we launched Cadenia chocolate without any debt which is amazing um, so yeah my tip is mistake number five uh, don't you know or be be better financially prepared before you actually launch a business um, so to summarize for today's live my tips for now um, mistakes not to make for when you're starting a business is number one tip you have to be confident in yourself and your business number two there's no one big break that's going to make you like put you on the map It's consistently showing up every time not getting too swayed by the highs and the lows um, number three the humble check is not coming you cannot assume that just because you have an amazing product people are going to come you need to do the work and understand sales and marketing and how to reach your target audience um, number four that's kind of the same oh and then the last tip is be ready to invest yeah be ready to invest in business because it's constant investment if you're not comfortable with money and investment educate yourself on financial stuff on accounting um, get your personal debt out of the way be prepared to invest if you want to start a business um, and the last thing I will say is that the thing that kind of cemented for me as I kept going back and back to you know chocolate business it's like I said I had a side hustle for 10 years and then most recently Kudinia chocolate which we've taken super seriously and it's been doing really well since we launched um, as I kept telling myself we always have the choice of 
what we want to do with our lives to make ourselves happy. So you have the choice of how you're going to prepare yourself for business. Are you going to treat it kind of like half half-assed? Are you going to, you know, spend all your money having fun and then say, oh, I'm going to do a business and not really take it that seriously and get yourself educated on accounting and save money and stuff for it? Or are you going to like hunker down and really focus and work hard at it? Because this is the thing that you say is going to make you really happy. This is your happiness right here. Um, so the moment that I really like, there's no going back. I made it clear in my head. I'm not going back to a corporate job. I'm not going to go back and work for someone else. This business is it is the moment that things really start to change because I feel like I started putting myself out there more. I started focusing more on business. I started understanding how the business ran and people connect with that and people, um, like you for it. I mean, they can, you find your target audience by putting yourself out there and finding the people who actually will evangelize for you. So that's kind of the biggest thing I would say, like always ask yourself, you have a choice, like what is it you love to do? And if it is a chocolate business or this dream, whatever business that it is that you're building, then seriously take it really seriously and put everything you can into it and do the things you need to do for yourself to set yourself up so you have a stronger chance to succeed at it. Um, that is pretty much it for today's live. I will say that Bruno and I are in the process of finishing um, or working on our Codinia chocolate mentorship program where we help others to succeed in their chocolate endeavors. Um, if that's something that you're interested in, go ahead and send us a DM. And we'd love to start a conversation with you. Um, other than that, I will see you guys on next week's live. Thank you for joining. Today was solo, so it's a little bit <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hope these tips helped you and I will see you guys on the next one. Have a beautiful Thursday. And that's Bye. it for today. For more tips on what it takes to be a chocolatier, catch myself and my hubby Bruno live every Thursday on the gram at Codinia Chocolate. I truly appreciate you spending some time with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast, please leave a five-star review on iTunes so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Have a beautiful sweet day. And remember, you are worthy of the life you dream just have to have the courage to pursue it. And yes, you do.